welcome to Left in the South, episode 23. What is up, Deadly? Caleb, my good friend. You're doing great. Well, I mean, I'm okay, but the world's kind of crazy right now. Yeah, for real, dude. It's a beautiful, what, is it Saturday today? Uh, Saturday I have no morning. concept of time, David, you silly boy. <laughs> but all I know is I'm sitting here with my Dr. Seuss mug full of black tea, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here with my black friend ready to enjoy yep. a nice day. Hell yeah, dude. I'm ready to fucking go, dude. So, um, yeah, I just want to say, we actually launched a website for the podcast. You go to leftinthesouth.net. You can find our website, and we just have, you know, our episodes up there, and uh, might make any important announcements, but put it up there. If we ever get shut down on all the platforms, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be there. Yeah, when the dark money pedophile Hollywood ring comes for us, yeah. you know where to find us. What's the website? Yeah, leftinthesouth.net. Leftinthesouth.net, baby. You can also uh, find all information, very insider information there about us. Mm, for sure. And if you want to make your own website just like that, make sure to use code. Uh, <laughs> actually, we don't have anything like that. Yeah, we should, though. What the fuck? Man. We don't. Not yet. Yeah, but why not? Can just you wait, dude. Audible's coming, man. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, sponsor us. This is coming. But yeah, other than that, uh, subscribe on if you're listening on YouTube, rate on Apple Podcasts. You know, anything helps. Please and thank you. And uh, but yeah, other than that, dude. Uh, before we get into you know, the, what's been fucking going on in the past week? Yeah, uh, dude. What have you been watching, dude? What am I been watching? Yeah, okay, dude. well, I've actually been reliving my childhood right now really? because yeah, because I've been watching Avatar: The Last Airbender. Man, did you watch that when you were a kid? We're yeah, almost the same age, so. Yeah, that was my yeah I, I distinctly remember where I was on the last episode of the entire series, the final episode, where he faces the Fire Lord, okay? Mm-hmm. And I was in New York City, and, really? <laughs> and I was on the phone with my cousin talking. Wait, what and year was it? The, I don't remember what year it was, but I was in New York City, and we were watching it, and I, I remember that there was a time zone difference. So I had to stay up past my bedtime to watch it, and I felt like a gangster. So yeah, I've been reliving that. Wow. It's so good, man. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, There's some like children shows that are so good, even for adults, yeah, for and that's dude. one of them. Adventure Time, Steven Universe, yeah, allegedly. Dude, I mean, they're fucking. I've never dude. seen it. All right, I'm not gonna yeah, talk yeah. shit about it. When I was younger, like watching this, I always I didn't really thought the Avatar was that good, and like whenever I saw it on Nickelodeon, I'm like, yeah, change the fucking channel. I don't watch this shit. This is baby but, cartoons. Um, but like, I'm pretty Shouting. sure at, at some point I'm like, wait, this show's fucking good. And I think that was in like the third third book or something like that. I don't know. Like the yeah. third chapter. It really picks up after the second third book. I recommend everyone watch it. It's on Netflix now. Yeah. If you didn't get to watch all, it as a kid. All four books. Yeah. And uh and community. Uh they also released recently on Netflix, oh, yeah. which I've been watching a shit ton of. Uh, yeah, I heard that you identify with Abed, is that correct? Uh yeah man, finally some like brown representation in uh seriously in man. In, oh, I wasn't even talking about. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about that. I was just talking about his general demeanor and you know everything. Oh, uh, like being autistic. Is he autistic? I didn't know. That. I haven't uh, seen that far. 
I mean, he I just mean, acts like he acts weird. weird. I don't know. I mean, they never say he's autistic, but like, oh, maybe it's. Know, I mean, in the first episode, he calls you know a bit. Uh, he has Asperger's. Right. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's funny, dude. Abed's such a funny character because yeah. I feel like, I feel like they actually do a good job like highlighting the funniness of having like Asperger's or autism or whatever without bullying him. You know, <laughs> like yeah, for sure. it's actually funny because it is funny in real life. Like anyone who tries to tell you it's not funny. They're they're yeah. mine. <laughs> it's good because the show like tackles these like uh, issues that were like pre- you know that are present at the time, like the opioid yeah. epidemic. I might be like, spoiling this shit for you, but you know no, they that's fine, like that's fine. Um, yeah they had like the opioid ep- epidemic and like Pierce was like related to that because like he hurt himself in an episode and that carries on through multiple episodes. Like you see like Pierce like breaking down into like. Like becoming like more uh, like an asshole, and they're like blaming it because you know that's piercing. He's a racist asshole, but like he's going through this like this. You know he's addicted to these painkillers. Yeah, and it's like it's intense. It really makes me realize that like pretty much everything Dan Harmon touches, I'm kind of in love with. You know, yeah, like I I've started to realize that like, like every time I watch a something, on a piece of play, and I'd probably look it up. Yeah, because every time I watch something and I'm like, wow, that was good. And then I see his name in the credits. I'm like, oh, okay. Makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's fucking Midas, bro. Yeah, I don't know how involved he is in it, but he just seems to be on a lot of really good shit. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, uh, also, I was in the hospital Monday. Oh, yeah, you almost died. I kind of forgot. So much shit has been popping up that I kind of forgot that happened. (laughs) I mean, that was like a fucking like one day issue. So yeah. like, what happened was um, I was like chilling playing Hearthstone and then all of a sudden like my fucking like heart was beating fast and I thought I was having like a panic attack or something like that, right? And I was like freaking out that my heart rate wouldn't slow down. So I'm like, fuck, I, like, I feel like I'm about to die. Like I feel like I need to go to the hospital right now. So I, I told my dad to take me to the hospital and went to the hospital and, um, you know, Corona's going on obviously right now. So like, you're like, yeah, you can't like be with him. And like, you guys, like they, my parents basically could be, couldn't be with me as I was like, you know, trying to get into the hospital. To get the oh really? Down. I didn't so, hear like, about they, that part. They were like really freaking out. And like my dad like called me while I was like waiting to get like seen. He, and like, I can hear like in his voice that he's like, you know, like trying not to tear up. Like, yeah. I was like, fuck. And I'm like. Like, I, I knew I was, like, fine. Like, I, I wasn't going to die or anything like that. Right. Yeah, but, like, that's I was so just, scary, like, freaking though. out. Yeah. And uh, they said I had a fever, so, like, they treated me as if I had corona. You know, they were, like, talking me through, like, uh, my phone. They're like, hey, give me your number so we can, like, talk to you, like, out from outside and shit like that. Yeah. And um, they're, like, asking me if I'm sure. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, because I really don't. Fu- like, I've never been to, like, the hospital in, like, fucking years. Really? Wow. Uh, so, yeah, wait, they, so they gave you, they asked you to give your number? So, have they gotten in touch with you? I didn't hear about this part either. Uh, so, like, when I was in the hospital, like, they were like, alright, give me your phone number so we can, like, talk to you from the outside and, like, just ask you some questions and shit about, like, that, uh, basically trying to charge me for the fucking hospital. Have they called you? No, I've not gotten, I received a call or email yet. I'm still waiting for my results, so. Oh, okay. all I know, okay. I still might have corona, so. That's crazy. I yeah, mean, like, I know if you I don't have, have Corona. Though, I, I mean, probably don't have it because, like, the only time I go outside is to fucking work. But right. I mean, it would be very unlucky if I got it, considering I don't think there's any cases in my county. Right, right. I yeah, mean, and also, like, now, but. if you have it and that's what it was, then you've already recovered. So, like, it may, yeah. like, you may have already had it and just didn't know. So I haven't been working for the past week, so I've just been binging, uh, 
Yeah, community. Yeah, but I'm feeling better now, thank God. Jobless life. Yeah, yeah. I was really worried because I woke up and yeah. saw, like, I <laughs> was, like, basically... You, you sleeping, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, holy shit, my podcast co-host died. Like, what the really? fuck happened? And then, like... I have a yeah. picture of myself that I took in the hospital. I was considering it posting on Patreon. <laughs> for that sweet empathy money man hell that's yeah genius dude. we should do that well well i'm sure everyone i speak for all of our fans when i say it, we're glad you made it you know i probably died in another like world or something yeah in an alternate universe honestly i thought i died and like now i'm like living in this fucking hellscape of the united states that we're currently in yeah. right now now we're in your nightmare except yeah, this bro. is actually our dream i mean now that we're uh you know, we got all that shit out. We can finally get into this shit. So, I mean, let's talk about where it all really started, right? George Floyd. Okay, so George Floyd, basically, after his death, everything fucking popped off. And, like, in within three days, like, there have been riots all over the country. Uh, Minnesota, especially Minneapolis. Like, everything's mm-hmm. fucking burning. I saw, like, over 100 buildings were destroyed, including, like, uh, the police precinct where the mm-hmm. police like have all their equipment and shit. I don't know exactly what it's called in other places, but yeah, like precinct, whatever. And yeah. like, it's just insane. Things are going up. Oh, and by the way, did you see today the White House was shut down because of protests outside on the White House That's lawn? That's epic. Yeah. yeah so like things are popping that, up. Yeah. Before we get into that, I just want to like you know break this shit down. Uh, we're, I was talking to one of our friends named Matt earlier about this. Have you heard of warrior policing? I have not. Or what warrior is warrior style training? Explain it. What is it? Yeah, so this world star training basically takes like a fear-based approach to policing that pr- prioritizes the police officer's safety over right. the community safety. So basically, okay. like they're training these police officers to go into these situations, expect you know, like I gotta save myself first before like anything else. So like that's why like you see people, like, the cops are reacting before anything happens, right? Right, yeah, like Basically. preemptively striking and like yeah. taking people down. And that's why, you know, you see people like, oh, I thought he was reaching for a gun and I shot him and I killed him. The shit like that, right? It's one of the many problems with the, the police force, right? And warrior right. style training was used when uh, George Floyd was killed, right? The knee on the neck, that's warrior style uh, training. Okay, I get it. So you're saying like this warrior style training is kind of like in the case of George Floyd. He's putting his knee on his neck to just totally eliminate any potential threat, yeah. even if he doesn't necessarily know if George Floyd is a criminal or if he wants to hurt anyone. He's just doing it preemptively to protect himself from any potential danger. That's what you're saying? Yeah. And wow. police officers, they're witnessing this. And yes, they're horrible cops for allowing this to happen. But this is how they're trained, right? This is normal. It's totally fucked up. But like people got to realize like the problem with our police force is that they're being trained to like handle this shit the wrong fucking way and like right. we got to target you know the shit at the source and not like just eliminate these few bad apples we need to fucking like cut down the whole tree exactly yeah and i think david is hitting it on the head right now because like what you're saying is like is not and like a lot of people misconstrue this because i think a lot of people would say to you like oh it sounds like you're excusing this behavior by saying oh, he's just being trained like he's being trained to do that he's just following orders but actually what we're saying is it's we need to change the orders that they're getting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the, the very protocol that they choose to use is wrong. And what's the most ridiculous thing is actually Minneapolis banned warrior training a whole year ago in 2019. But the police union is still offering warrior training classes like of for course they are, to take. Man. 
Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, like crazy? off the book stuff. They're like, yeah, okay, we don't officially offer it, but if you want to take an extracurricular, you can come down here for the warrior training. Yeah, and it's yeah, insane, insane that it's still being offered despite this being the worst way to fucking handle policing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, it's it's a no markedly worse way because just statistically speaking, like, when police use force, it increases violence, increases unnecessary deaths. And yeah, we I mean, know this because we right can... now people are dying and protesting exactly. and rioting. Exactly. Look around you to see examples. And then if you want examples of having it done right, just look at other countries that do policing in different ways than us, using less violent methods of policing, you know, uh, not none, uh, excuse me, unarmed police officers that are just normally patrolling the streets. Um, and, you know, they see far fewer incidents of police shootings and violence uh, from the police and, vi- and violent crime in general actually falls. So and any of this, like, I'm just stating things I know to be true, but you can find research about this online without any problems at all on your own. I, I believe in you. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's really unfortunate what happened. But, you know, at least Devin was arrested and charged with third degree murder and manslaughter. Right, right. So this guy, Devin, what's his name? Chauvin or uh, something? Devin, Chauvin. Uh, like Ch- Chauvin. Chauvin. Yeah. Yeah. So he's person. like been thrusted into the natural uh, national stage right now. Yeah, and real. did you see that his wife left him? Yeah, because for real. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, can you blame her though? Like, like, it's really hard. Like, it's a pretty good PR move. Yeah. Oh to, yeah. To leave God. Her, her husband. Can you imagine being married to like? I mean, first worst, of all, like, I feel the, like, like the most hated yeah. man in America. At the yeah, moment. seriously. <laughs> like, poor woman. Like, I'm sure. Like, she's a cop too, so I'm sure I probably can find my own problems with her too. But like. Just imagine, like, your husband coming home one day and being like, yeah, I fucking, like, someone died. Like, it sucks. And then a couple days later, you hear about it on the news and you're, like, sweating. Yeah, Yeah, I have some theories about uh, what happened between George Floyd and the the officer that killed him. Uh, There's some more, uh, but I'm going to say it for for later, after we cover all this shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, Let's talk more about the situation. So, like, why, why were the cops there? Do you know about that? Uh, I really don't fucking know. I, I heard that yeah. they were there for forgery. Like, forgery? Uh, apparently, yeah, apparently that someone accused George Floyd of paying with a for, uh, like a fake $20 bill. I've heard this. I don't know if it's true. I'm just talking out of my ass right now. But that's what I heard. I heard that the original call was about forgery. Fucking crazy. And, that's, and it ended with his death, which is very interesting because yeah. generally forgery is not a violent crime but um i mean that's just my opinion i guess you could see it another way you know they're trying but, to get him for like uh being in like he was like uh, george Floyd was intoxicated yeah 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 i saw that too the the county commissioner or whatever released like the autopsy results or whatever said that he said that his injuries were not consistent with what we'd expect for someone who was it, it's literally the for someone who's asphyxiated it's literally the fucking uh uh jeffrey epstein defense you know he's saying like oh we don't according to our like research we don't believe that he was you know he died from asphyxiation or died from his injuries basically and they're saying that he had a history of heart disease and like other stuff and he may have been intoxicated at the time and they're saying that all of those things may have led to his death and it's like well okay maybe that's true maybe let's say that it's true let's say that he has underlying report right like i don't think anything's like concrete and like exactly yeah, like let's let's give all of that to them. Would he have died with all those things being true? Would he have died if the guy had not done that? Because if so, I feel like it's still murder. It doesn't matter if you have fucking one arm or have fucking sickle cell anemia. Like if you get your fucking neck kneeled on, you're gonna die from that regardless. You know, yeah. it doesn't really matter. 
and like cops during these persons aren't learning at all like they're still doing illegal chokeholds they're still treating like everything that's going on this shit's like handled so fucking goddamn poorly like i want to get more into that but you know i just want to like let's let's cover this you know as it happened right Okay, so, yeah. and then a uh, large protested, uh, protest and like, uh, well, there was peaceful protests at the beginning, and then there was instigators that may have started the riot, and people are theorizing, or it may even be confirmed now that, like, the police started this shit in yeah. Minneapolis. I have heard that rumor, and again, we don't necessarily know if this is true, so just to be, like, crystal clear, and, uh, you know, I don't want, we're not trying to mislead you guys, so just so you know, this is not confirmed or anything. Yeah, but I have also heard that. As well. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know, maybe in two weeks, it'll turn out that we were wrong about this. Or maybe we'll be right. We don't necessarily know. But we have heard, we've both heard the same thing, that there are like undercover, quote unquote, police officers that are instigating, you know, riots. Kind of like, you know, to use the meme example, like, you know, in Hong Kong a couple of months ago. God, it feels like a fucking eternity ago that this was yeah. happening. But they were being accused of using fake police protesters and like being violent to instigate to make it seem like the rioters were violent when they really yeah. weren't um people are accusing the united states police of doing the same thing right now so um again that's not necessarily confirmed but some people have said that there's evidence of it and i've seen tweets where basically one guy like smashes a window there's video of it so he's wearing a gas mask and people are saying like oh that's police gear and, you know, I'm not a fucking gas mask ex- expert, but yeah. I have seen evidence of that that I feel like is convincing. And I also saw this other picture where basically his ex-wife like, yeah, tweeted and them. said, yeah, this is my ex-husband. And that's like actually my gear because we met each other like on whatever fucking SWAT force or whatever fucking bullshit fast shit they were in. But anyway, like so, you know, there's a chance that some of these protesters who are inciting uh, violence and destroying property are actually not necessarily doing it for the right reasons i just don't understand like why they would do this so like what are they like they do this they inside some violence and they're like all right boys let's get the fucking paddy wagon let's get these fucking protesters yeah. out here i mean is that yes, like what exactly. they're trying to do exactly and also it's like even though contrary to popular belief a lot of people don't like it when we destroy property you know what i mean like there's a lot of normies out there that actually whenever like people go and riot and burn down buildings they get really upset and they're like yeah i maybe i agree with the message why are you guys burning these things down they don't necessarily see it as justified by doing this the police can on one hand use it as justification to use more violence use more force to shut down these protests and on the other hand to gain public support in doing so because they're Mm -hmm. more likely to uh, like other people are more likely to turn a blind eye to police uh, misuse of force and violence if they agree with why they're doing it you know what i mean everyone has their bias trying to get that reddit support yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, that works because a lot of people don't see this form of like protest destroying property because that's what it is. It is protesting just because it's destroying property doesn't make it any less of a protest. Some people don't see that as a legitimate form of protest. So unfortunately, they lose a lot of support in that way by I mean, doing that. I mean, let's get into it. What do you think about like these riots and like people are saying like, you know, there's a lot of fucking libs going on. It's like, you know, I agree with the message, but you know, you guys don't need to burn down these buildings. Like, you know, all this violence is yeah. unnecessary. What do you think? Like, I completely disagree. I think that the violence is 100% justified. I think that it's not only justified, I mean, but I think they should that this have saw this coming. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's expected. And I think that like this is the literally the culmination of hundreds of years and multiple generations yeah, of class racism. warfare. Yeah, systematic warfare, class warfare, or systematic racism, class warfare 
Like this is the culmination of all these things that they have been holding down on us, the workers, but all, specifically also black people. And it's happening all over the nation. Like we are fucking mad and we're upset. It was never more clear than during uh, the riots in Minneapolis that this has become a racialized issue as well. We were watching a live stream called Unicorn Riot uh, at the time of the, like when the rioting was going on. And there were several people that came up on the stream and basically like, you know, they would give their opinion and stuff. And most people, of course, agreed with everything that was going on. And there were several people that were blatantly saying things like, you know, this is a revolution. This is a like black power movement. This is a, you know, this system is mistreating us. Things like, you know, socialist fucking talking points that we literally talk about on this podcast all the time. Even normies are coming to the conclusion. Yeah, and it's really that it really puts a smile on my face. Like, yeah, absolutely. This shit's yeah. really surreal and like of yeah. outrage and people being so upset with the system than like today and like you're living in this moment right now. A hundred percent agree. And I think that the uh, well, we're gonna talk about this a little more later too. But we actually interviewed someone who was there at the scene of the riot, and you guys will probably get to hear that at the end of the episode. And he said that. His mom was saying that this is the worst rioting she's seen since Rodney King. And I think that that actually is a great comparison because, you know, I mean, I wasn't personally alive, but I've done a lot of research about this event. And it reminds me so like this event that's going on now reminds me so much of that. I don't know. It's interesting that we're kind of running into the same thing where people are racializing this thing and making it about like the Black Lives Matter movement right now. I think it really shows you that the kind of like real conflict in this country is coming down to race and class rather than you know whatever like just because this guy died from the police like that's one thing but that's not necessarily what's causing this entire movement like people are out there because that happened but it's like they're out there for a million other reasons too that's just the most you know the straw that broke the camel's back that started it all you know yeah and like one thing i want to get into as well is like um all lives matter this shit if you believe in all lives matter or even support it or like even spout this fucking diarrhea through your mouth like if you believe in all lives matter you're totally disregarding the whole meaning of black lives matter 100 percent. it's it's just like super disrespectful i can't feel like people like don't even know it's like what they're doing it's like like we like you know like uh, black people are fucking dying on the streets like you know they are being targeted by the police White people don't know how to be the victims of something without, like, coming out on top. Like, what I mean by that is when you say Black Lives Matter, white people take it as, like, well, I mean, yeah, of course, Black Lives Matter. But what about white lives? I think all lives matter. It's like they have to be included. It's like, I don't understand. Like, can you not understand this is not about you? Like, it's we're not, this is not an attack on white people. Yeah. <laughs> it's a plea for fucking help, a plea for understanding that the lives of black people are just as important and they live just as vivid and important lives as we do. You know what I mean? Mm. A lot of people don't think about that. I don't understand. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to hear how you feel about it though. Like what about like, what do you think? Do you agree with the black lives matter movement? Like, do you think, what do you think about that movement in general? And what do you think about the all lives matter? Movement? Yeah. I mean, I agree with the black lives matter movement. It's like the movement means more like uh the title of what the movement's called like doesn't matter right right it was probably like the the wrong title for the movement but like we understand like what what this movement's about you know it's like the injustice of like minorities yeah exactly and the all lives matter movement like doesn't understand that and it's not a real movement it's literally just racism and bigotry but uh yeah with this 
uh, interview with the protester. That was fucking interesting. We never done that before. I was a little, a little nervous, but I think we we did fucking good on on that uh, interview. Uh, we should be playing it um, at the end of this podcast. If you want to listen to it right now, though, it should be on YouTube and SoundCloud. Yeah, that was great, and you know that was our really our first opportunity to have someone else on the podcast, like especially an interview, and like mm-hmm. it was awesome. So I hope that we can do that again. I yeah, think it we, turned out so well. And uh, we do have another one planned. We're going to talk to one of my good friends. Uh, his name is Dinosaurs. Uh name is Matt. Uh, he also has his own podcast called The Secret Podcast. Uh, cool Hell guy. Yeah. And, Go uh, check him out. Uh, he's from Richmond, Virginia. And like, uh, there was shit going down uh, yesterday as well. And he was uh, recording it and um, out there uh, in, uh, in Richmond. So it was uh, pretty yeah. cool to see uh, his perspective on Twitter. Awesome. Go check them out. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Friends of the Pod. I want to talk about CNN now. That news reporter. uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yamar uh, uh, Jimenez, right? Um, Yeah, Omar Jimenez, yeah. uh, He got arrested live on CNN. That was so crazy. It was so fucking funny. And they ran that shit all fucking day. Like, they're like, oh, yes. I can't believe this happened. You know, like, the fucking CNN, like, CEO is, like, rubbing his hands. He's like, fuck, (laughs) yeah. All those content, baby. And then the fucking headquarters also got raided the same day, or uh, they were riding over there same day in Atlanta. Yeah, feels bad on that one. But gosh, yeah, that was crazy. We were watching it actually. Like we heard that the guy got arrested, and we were still up because we were all fucking like our eyes were glued to the fucking screens. Yeah, Yeah. and like we were literally watching a live stream of the CNN camera in the truck of a fucking police car, or in Mm -hmm. the trunk, sorry, of a police car being taken to the jail <laughs> and the governor himself personally apologized to yeah. cnn and said basically like i failed you we're so sorry and then <laughs> they had a white knees, the bro. worst part dude yeah. they had another reporter there a white reporter yeah. two blocks away he recorded and reported away, yeah. no problem at all never yeah. never faced any resistance whatsoever but of, co- of course what's... omar Jimenez is not allowed to fucking get away with it. I think Crazy. what's f- fucking hilarious is that he got out of um out of custody in one in less than an hour. <laughs> and this guy yesterday is just now getting arrested. Uh, the C- that CNN reporter or CNN strong, bro. They strong. Yeah, he like he's like the CNN they were like live from yeah, we got our CEO on the fucking phone. He's texting them right they're texting right fucking now to each other. It's like That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so it's funny. Sad. And I, like the reason why the protesters were targeting CNN was not because they, you know, fucking they're like right wing and fucking hate liberal media, it, but is because like there's a precinct inside of the CNN headquarters. But, yeah, that's why they they rioted and kind of like destroyed the building because yeah, there was like, like to, police headquarters. You're gonna in see there. this in the upcoming days. The media, fucking right wing media, Fox News or wherever, they're gonna try to flip this shit and make these protesters seem like they're thugs and that they're criminals and like yeah. they're ill will and they're only doing this because they want to cause havoc and you know, but it's totally wrong. Like this is, shit is necessary. Yeah, and speaking of thugs, let's talk about. Our Donnie uh, yeah. Cheeto boy in chief. <laughs> yeah, for real. So uh, for starts. the first, yeah, for the first time ever, Twitter has censored the president of the United States. And yeah, would you? Why don't you go ahead and take us away? Would, would you want to talk about yeah, what tweet um, he made here? I found it actually. I can read it. Yeah, go ahead. 
It's okay. So first of all, on the tweet, if you click on it, it says this tweet violated the Twitter rules about glorifying violence. However, Twitter has determined that it may be in the public's interest for the tweet to remain accessible. He made this tweet uh, on the 29th of May saying these thugs, all caps, are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. And I won't let that happen. Just spoke to Governor Tim Walls and told him that the military is with him all the way. Any difficulty and we'll assume control. But when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Thank you. <laughs> like I just can't believe like the blatant racist it. whistle blowing right now. That's going yeah. on right now by our goddamn fucking president. Yeah, I want you to like. Okay, if you're just a normal like person, everyday person, every time you hear someone say the word thug in your mind, I want you to just replace it with the N word and just like live your life normally and see how well it works because that's literally what it is like i don't know if i need to explain this or spell it out for anyone because it's probably just obvious at this point but whenever these like white fucking conservatives say the word thug they are talking about black people or brown people yeah and um, like they're dehumanizing them and it's it's insane i cannot believe that he gets away with it yeah i want to just uh explain this to everyone who might not know but i Uh, We might use the term whistleblowing or dog whistle, like, in future episodes. Or, you know, you might hear this term and you might not know what it means. Basically what it is, it's uh, people who are right-wing or far-left. You can be either or, just extremists in general, uh, trying to hide the, like, secret messages that are basically preluding to, like, you know, um, racism. Or, like, basically to, like, show, like, hey, by the way, like, I support racism like low key and i'm letting everyone know right now right yeah it's it's a very common thing like if you've ever on twitter if you're like a, a twitter user a really common one is like the triple parentheses for example like the, someone will put three parentheses around a word and what that means is like it, it implies that it has something to do with jews like if you've ever seen that and you're like why the fuck are there three parentheses yeah that's actually a racist anti-jew dog whistle so that's interesting um, I recently learned that because apparently I'm really heard too. That. Yeah, I, I apparently I'm too innocent to know the kind of fucking racist dog whistles <laughs> that people are doing. I've these seen, days, I think but... I've seen it before though. One, one, yeah, I think I think I've seen it before. Yeah, but another uh, dog whistling is uh, uh, what was it called? Friend World on Reddit. That was a thing a while ago. Yeah, so people. Yeah, I mean, people will create like memes. Like, if you ever heard, like, the 13% thing, that's, like, a racist dog whistle against black people about how they commit crime too much. Like, there's plenty of examples of, like, just memes, basically, that people don't think are dangerous, but they're actually talking about a more serious problem. And that's really what the president is doing by tweeting this. Like, he's saying to, basically, like, the police, saying, like, he's giving them support to use whatever kind of force they want to use. Like, saying... Yeah, you have the president's support to fucking gun down people, basically. These thugs, these minorities, these black people, like, yeah, it's fucked up. And it's, it is a dog whistle. And I, like, do you think that Twitter should have taken it down, by the way? Or do you think they're, they're no, right? I think like, it's it good that they, I think it's good that they put it up there so people can see how much of a bigot our president is. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. And, like, I also want to talk about this Twitter thing. Did you hear that Donald Trump started, uh, he wrote, oh, God, he signed an executive order, uh, basically, like, uh, hurting, like, the regulation of social media websites. Have you heard about that? No, is this new? Yeah, this is in, actually in response to Twitter putting that thing, like, the COVID information under one of his tweets because yeah. he, like, lied about COVID or whatever, or the, mm. you know, the drug that he supposedly says. Did they have a whole it? council for Donald Trump's Twitter account? Yeah. For sure, for sure, dude. And that like, so he signed like, an yeah. executive order in response to that. 
basically hurting regulation on social media by doing this thing where there's this there's this law. I'm trying to like explain this in a simple way with without also like fucking it up. Okay. So like there's this law basically where social media where really any website like if okay let's say I go on Reddit and I post child porn right yep. like Reddit is not going to get shut down because I posted child porn because it's technically me that's posting it. Reddit is just hosting it. So like even though there's child porn on Reddit servers, they're still technically not committing a crime because they did not they didn't know and I uploaded it. So it's still my crime that's doing it. So Donald Trump's executive order is attempting to get rid of that protection for social media sites basically, saying that they can be um uh like legally held responsible for Wait, things that what? people post on the websites. And his I don't really understand what and his logic behind it is. Well, it's an executive order, so it doesn't have to pass. He can just do it. Oh my, wait, he just did it? Yeah, and like, I don't understand what his logic about this is because like, if it were true that companies could be held legally responsible, actually, well, like, they would be forced to censor people far more yeah, than right? they do to right now. Like, just, okay, you guys can't post images anymore on yeah. Reddit. Like, right. Or, like, every image has to be personally looked at because otherwise they'll never, like, if, oh, I post child porn on Reddit and they don't but have that this cost, protection. The thing is, that costs too much money to do, so they're just going to exactly. do the easiest thing and just turn off, like, you can't share images anymore. Exactly. Like, the, it's such a short-sighted and dumb thing to do. Uh, like, it could only have come from our president. So it's very funny that he had, like, a mental breakdown over that. Yeah, for real, he's like, <laughs> I'm going to kill Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah, Twitter, dude, his Twitter is his life. He loves yeah, that shit, man. Bro. Like, he loves Twitter. That's all he does. Dude, he tweets all the time. He's tweeted, literally, since we've started this podcast, he's tweeted twice like he's the president you think he'd be more busy than that but i don't know i guess not anyway executive yeah. time and all that the shit they're doing to i mean not only was you know yamar um targeted but also you can see i think there's another cnn reporter actually who was assaulted with uh rubber not the rubber bullets but the hot pepper balls yeah yeah there's with like the i don't think that was cnn that was some other reporting uh, news station but like yeah, they literally filmed this riot cop just like unloading a fucking pepper spray. Literally gun. pointing <laughs> like, this shit at, at the yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah, fucking absurd, man. They're just unloading on people. It's insane. And like, meanwhile, by the way, like to keep this in kind of chronological order, like while this is going on, there's another thing unfolding in Louisville, Kentucky, where where someone was murdered. Um, and I think this was in Kentucky anyway. And, like, someone was murdered. I think her name was, like, Brianna or something. Yeah, she was killed in her apartment, I believe. Yeah, in a no-knock raid. And, like, so there's been violent protests in Louisville as well, where uh, I think that's where um, there, seven people were shot yeah. by police because mm-hmm. they were rioting there. So that's cool. So there was another racistly-fueled police violence incident. What do you think about no-knock raids, David? I want to talk about this for a second. have you heard of this concept no explain to me okay so like a no-knock raid is like like a police raid is where a police would come up and they they would knock on your door and be like we have a warrant please come out like we're searching your apartment or we're arresting you or whatever and then you would surrender or you would you know whatever you're supposed to surrender but you know some people don't but anyway that's a raid a no-knock raid is basically where they get the warrant from a judge but they have permission to break into the home without announcing themselves and arrest you like on the spot rather than not yeah, and have you come or something like that 
Right. So like the they're just their racist justification for it is that basically if someone is a drug dealer, yeah, like if they knock on the door, they can flush all the evidence. And of course this is just a justification for them to violently break into people's homes and arrest them in their property, but that's their justification for it. So like Brianna was killed in a no-knock raid, she was shot because the police came in and shot her and then left. And like I didn't even know the full story about this where she was killed by police and then they left and then her boyfriend who was there called the police and said someone broke in and shot my girlfriend. He didn't even know that they were police because after shooting oh her they left. God. It's literally they didn't even a call break ambush or anything. They're yes, like, it's just dog. a break and enter murder and then they <laughs> fled <laughs> they the scene. It. That's fucked, dude. That's so fucking fucked. Unbelievable. And she, she the war she was not even related to anything. She was just a totally innocent person that was murdered for no reason in a no-knock raid. Like unbelievable. Like, uh no drugs found here, just uh but we did kill just someone. a dead ass fucking person that we shot twenty six times. Like and like of course let's talk about no knock raids a little bit. Like okay. the reason I don't agree with them is first of all because I think that no government agency basically unless you're like literally the most heinous fucking Hitler criminal that's right? literally like executing people in your home like known should be able to just yeah. enter your home with no announcement, no fucking like of course they have a warrant in the case of no-knock raids. But, like, I don't agree with that. They, they shouldn't be able to just break in unless it's, like, the most heinous of situations, like a hostage situation, for example. Maybe then it would be okay. But, like, they're giving no-knock raids to people who are just doing drug, like, suspected drug use or something like that. It, it will get a no-knock warrant. Like, that's absurd. And secondly, like, of course, if you knock on if you break into someone's home they're going to be flustered they don't even announce that they're police they don't say it's the police put your hands up they just break in with their guns already drawn ready to shoot what the fuck am i gonna do if someone breaks my door down am i gonna just calmly be like oh yeah okay i surrender i have right. no idea who the fuck that is coming through the door it could yeah, be anyone like, like yeah it literally couldn't it, couldn't, it might have been fucking a thug or a fucking uh, yeah thug or, triple parentheses uh, yeah from, you know what i mean uh, like <laughs> trying to leave your apartment <laughs> Exactly. And so, like, of course, there there have actually been several cases where people have get, gotten into gunfights with police where they don't even know that they're police because they're just exchanging gunfire with someone who broke into their house, basically. And then finally, they surrender afterwards. I know there have been cases where there have been African-American people who have killed police officers in self-defense in, in no-knock raids and actually gotten away with it, surprisingly, because they used... Like, for example, in Texas, they have a castle doctrine, doctrine yeah. where you can just fire and kill people if they're in your property uh, property for any reason. So, like, yeah, people get away with it sometimes. So you're literally putting police lives in danger. You're putting innocent people's lives in danger. You're putting everyone's lives in danger to gain nothing. You know what I mean? And Absolutely with, nothing. Yeah, and with the police uh, fucking warrior style training, it doesn't fucking help that, like, you know, like, uh, that they're just probably going to come in and kill someone. Exactly. Like every, I want you to understand this. Every time there's a no knock raid, the police are going in with their guns out, like ready to kill someone. Like they are 100% expecting to walk in there and be in a gunfight. Like they're not walking in there to negotiate with people and like make the community safer. Like they're ready to kill when they enter the door. I don't understand how that is helping anyone be safer. Cause like, let's say that that police raid did not happen. All that is is uh, all that would mean is that everyone is actually more safe now because there's no police no knocking their guns out. Exactly. And it's, it's so like, like it's like the laziest way to police. Yeah, it's the most fascist fucking police state way to just 
put people under your boot and make sure that they never do anything you don't agree with because like the because you might break into their house and kill their girlfriend you know what i mean like it's the most absurd shit ever so now you know what it is what do you think about no knock rates would you do you think that they're like good obviously probably not right i mean fucking i mean i knew it i just wanted to explain it yeah i mean oh yeah to our viewers yeah i mean yeah there was there's very few scenarios i can imagine where i would say like oh yeah that's probably a good idea maybe like if someone's being held hostage i can understand uh, maybe but even then like there can be false reports i don't know is it a good idea i don't know i'd have to see like you wouldn't even you wouldn't even do that even if there was a hostage like we already like there's standards for like hostage you know negotiations and shit right yeah yeah I'm like, yeah, that's actually a good point, because, like, what I'm saying is assuming that the police are even properly trained, but on top of that, they're not, so they bust in to your house, they break into your house with little to no training either, and a gun. Yeah, for Like, they're, they're ready to fucking shoot. You put four hot ones in you. Bah, bah. I'm really, like, worried about, like, if their solution to this is, like, oh, our police is obviously isn't good enough, we're gonna have to, like, upgrade to, like, military tanks. Police. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, New York City already has a fucking armored helicopter with a mounted machine gun on it in their police force. Yeah, so that's they roll cool. up in those fucking LMGs on the Humvees yeah. in um, Minneapolis. Just imagine, like, being a cop and, like, sitting behind a mounted machine gun in your city, like, in your home, like, in your city. Like, what the fuck is going through your head in that moment? Yeah, you know, like, like, like holy do? shit. Gun everyone down? Yeah, like, what am, where am I right now? Am I in fucking Fallujah in 2002? Like, where the fuck am I right now? It's so surreal. Like, when we were seeing those videos last night, the streams, like, I could not take my eyes away from the screen. Just seeing people, like, seeing the guy walk through Minneapolis, like, seeing buildings burn and people running around buildings with gas really masks. falling down. Yeah. It was literally, like, a scene from, like, the Syrian Civil police, War. Police cars on fire yeah fucking usbs cars on fire yeah they were stealing police cars and like what i watched the video of the police retreating away from the precinct as people stormed in it was the most metal shit i've ever seen in my life like i'm not gonna lie my like i got a like a chubster off that one i'm not gonna lie i mean it was definitely some like fucking life-changing shit to see and like everyone you know it's and it's spread it's like spreading through the nation yeah so like now now that we've talked mostly about it what do you what do you think comes next like what's your prediction for the future just to have it on the record i mean like the guy we interviewed he said he said this isn't gonna stop today and it's gonna probably go on for weeks like do you think that because the guy got arrested by the way yeah i mean this doesn't end at george floyd this is it's grown bigger than just you know like um protesting for his murder right Right. It, this is a bigger problem, you know. It's a problem that's been brewing for three hundred years. Yeah, and like you know, people want change. Like this, hopefully, turns into the change we want, or either this turns into the change we want, or honestly, like we start heading toward the fascist regime, regime yeah. where we have police states and shit like that. I mean, you can always see that happening in Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis, where they're yeah. just telling people to stay inside and they can't go outside, and if you go outside, you're gonna get arrested exactly yep and all they're doing is literally protesting and like i'm of course i don't agree with like constitutionalism but like i love that these people jerk the off over the constitution like, and like uh, they're just so quick to violate it you know what i mean it's just it really just shows you that i don't know why we didn't have that shit i don't either fuck the constitution like it's such it's an, an old piece of, piece of fucking paper from like like they thought fucking witches were fucking real dude and like they were using like, <laughs> 
True, dude. Uh, like weird aphrodisiacs and shit. Like, yeah, they're literally like putting uranium up their ass to like make their cocks hard, and like yeah. they're literally jerking off over their fucking government. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's man. like we should abolish that shit. Like, I'm, we, I'm sure we are knowledgeable now to know like slavery isn't good, and we probably shouldn't have it. And like, <laughs> you would like, think. I don't that, think. Right? I don't think we need a piece of paper to tell us that you know gay people fucking. You yeah, should be able to fucking marry. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man, hundred percent. Yeah, fucked. I mean, I, I think I agree with David. Like my prediction of the future, I I hope it doesn't stop. I want to talk though. Like, do do we as a podcast? Do you think that we support what's going on? Like, I want to ask you. I mean, I support what's going on. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. Like, do you want us? Like, I want us to preemptively defend this position because I feel like we have to. Like, the reason that I think I agree with it, and I I don't want to speak for David, so I'll let you speak. But, like, the reason that I agree with it is not because I like to see, you know, cities burned down. I don't like to see people injured. I don't like to see people, you know, going through hardship. But my hope is that what we come through on the other side will be worth the destruction. Yeah. Like, that, that's I the wish, thing that I, I wish like. we could avoid this. Yes, exactly. I, wish, I feel like we can't. It has been forced upon us. Like, this is not a choice. This is something that we've been forced to do by the ruling class. Like, violent protests. I often hear this platitude thrown around like anyone who makes uh non-violent protests impossible means makes violent protests inevitable like it's a platitude but i feel like it's somewhat true in this case because there are really no ways for us to peacefully protest and actually send a message to the people that can yeah, change because they don't fucking care like yes like in this day and age like yes like peaceful protests like you may have some change but like the only way we're gonna get any real change is like is you know doing this shit i mean and i wish there was another way i wish there was another way yeah exactly i don't want my kids 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 to enjoy a better life i want to enjoy a better life i want my kids to enjoy a better life too i don't want i don't i'm tired of waiting and i don't think anyone deserves to wait anymore and like if it means that we have to do something violent like then that's just the cost that we have to pay to live in a better world in my yeah. opinion and i feel like we're gonna have like a whole another ex- episode explaining why we believe this because like yeah it, it's a whole like there's so many system like problems in the system that we really have to dissect to come to our conclusion yeah. But, you know, the short answer is, like, this is necessary what's going on right now. If right. we want to see real change, like, we're not going to get police reform, you know, without cutting down the tree. Right? Yeah. And 100% getting rid of this yeah. shit and, like, you know, fixing this shit. Because, you know, yeah. I, I think at least, you know, cops aren't inherently evil. And that they're just being, you know, fucking, you know, the, the system yeah. is what's corrupting our comrades, really. Go off, King. Preach. 100%. Yeah, we'll have to do that episode someday. That, that would be fun. Yeah, because I mean, like, we hate the police because we hate the 1% and the police protect the 1%. So that's why we right. hate the police. Right. Exactly. It all It's all connected in this web in our minds. And we need, we do need to do an episode someday where we just make all those connections for everyone. Just draw it out. You know? Because yeah, it does get annoying to get straw man constantly. Like, people have no idea what we actually think. And, yeah, because yeah. like it's bigger because people like to simplify issues with their small brain, and yeah. like <laughs> the the issue is way bigger than you think it is, and like you have to talk about so many other things to like come to these greater conclusions that you actually do need to come to, and you can't accept these like you know fuck the police because I think police are evil. You need to come to like why are they evil? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And that but, is called materialism, friends. 
Yeah, but uh, some good news that I want to shed, you know, uh, on this all these bad news and Corona and like, oh god, I fucking worry about Corona too during these protests. <laughs> um, you know, those Target goods that they were looted from the Target, yeah, uh, air quotations, uh, fucking. Uh, those were actually redistributed to the people who were uh, protesting, and like they yeah. had a little spot and they gave out the shot. I thought that was fucking the cutest thing ever. Yeah, that actually like made me a little bit emotional. I'm not gonna lie. Like, like they were raiding this Target and they set up like a little area where they just gave like people would come by and they would pick up like things like that they need, bottles, like paper towels, food, water paper bottles, towels, yeah. paper plates, shit like that. You know, like stuff you get at Target. Mm-hmm. And like they just redistributed everything rather than destroy it all or like mm-hmm. just leave it or steal it or whatever. And or, like, like yeah, it. that I felt like that was such a great man moment. is good. Yeah, man is good. <laughs> Uh, uh, community, I fucking love it, man. Yeah, that's great. That was a great reference, man. That was great. We don't really know uh, the future, but this isn't gonna end anytime soon. Right. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna be talking about this again next week. I don't think it's gonna be even over by then, so we will see. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, I want to thank our Patreon pledgers. Of course, at the end of the episode, we talk about you know we list the names of people who are pledged to our patreon right zach grunt 980 and zeon payton whichever he would like to be go by you know we have three patreons right now if you're wondering how you can get into this exclusive patreon club where we announce your name in the end of the episode or the beginning if you pay ten dollars a month big baller status (laughs) um go to patreon.com slash left in the south you know, you can pledge one dollar, and you'll make me extremely happy. And yes. I will uh, think about you at night. I actually will, though. Yeah, and with that, that was episode twenty-three of the Left in the South podcast. Goodbye. Bye. That's a wrap.